Marijuana smoking, experts point out, can make a helpless addict of its victim within weeks, causing physical and moral ruin and death. The first legally sold marijuana here goes to an Iraqi war veteran. A new insurance study out this week looked at car crashes in several states that allow the use of recreational marijuana. You're a doc. You studied this. You've talked to the researchers. You're saying marijuana can kill cancer cells. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Marijuana is illegal under federal law. States have legalized recreation. No wonder you can't open your eyes. What do you expect doping yourself up with this wrong stuff? What do you know about pot? Good morning. This is the Cannabis Hour, and I'm your host, Jen Prokachi. All right. Welcome to the Cannabis Hour. This is a bi-weekly radio program where we focus on all things cannabis. I'm your host, Jen Prokachi. I have four wonderful guests for you today, three in the beginning and one at the end. Um, my three first guests are Chia Rodriguez with Arcana Flowers, Michael Katz of MCA and Janine Coleman of Origins Council. And together, the three of us are going to be discussing a very special screening of the documentary Ladybuds that is taking place on April 25th in our state's capital. So before I bring all those folks on the air with us and we get started with that, I also want to remind you that KZYX is in the middle of a fundraising drive. And the fundraising drive is to support our new studio that is going to be in Ukiah. We have purchased a building in Ukiah um, to bring sort of a stable building and a stronger radio station to the KZYX family. Um, as you know, if you're listening, KZYX is the voice of our community. So if you want to chip in and help us secure our new home, we would absolutely love to have your support through a donation. So please consider making a donation to the building fund on our website. And that is kzyx.org. That's kzyx.org. And we're going to be circling back around and talking about that several more times during the show. All right. So, Michael, Janine, and Chia, are you here on the air with me? Yes. Good morning. Hi, Jen. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having us. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Thanks so much, Jen. Yes, good morning. Thank you all for being here with me. All right. So we have a very special screening of the documentary Ladybuds, and that is going to be taking place on Monday, April 25th at 5.30 p.m. It's going to be at the historic Crest Theater in downtown Sacramento, our state's capital. And uh, let's see, Janine, would you like to tell me um, what role Origins Council is playing in this showing and why this is such a special showing of Ladybuds? Sure. Thanks so much, Jen. I um, really appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Um, yeah, so we um, really appreciate the opportunity to host this screening um, and have really appreciated the support of uh, Chris Russo, the filmmaker, and um, um, my colleagues and friends here, um, Chia and Michael, and all the folks um, in the film and a part of, of producing this film. It's a really 
um, powerful and, and really moving film and um, really speaks to the plight of our community, the legacy producing community um, of rural California and particularly strikes, I think, to the heart of the matter for, for what our folks are experiencing here in Mendocino County. Um, and as such, it really provides a pretty tremendous opportunity to educate lawmakers and regulators um, and the capital community in Sacramento. And so we've got this really incredible opportunity with the support of the Crest Theater to um, screen screen a ladybud um, at this beautiful historic theater that's directly across the street from the Capitol. Um, and this is... Uh, frequently used for these types of educational films by stakeholder groups that are really trying to reach policymakers and educate them about um, issues that are important to their, to their community that they're advocating around. And so we framed this event to really um, garner the interest, support, and, and really educate policymakers about the reality of, of legacy producing community and what we're facing um, really since uh, legalizations rolled out and the struggles of our community to really enter into the regulated market and um, have a viable stronghold um, in in licensing and participating in the in the regulated market. And so I think it's a very timely opportunity. Um, there's a very, very heavy, uh, workload, so to speak, in Sacramento this year around cannabis. There are many um, cannabis bills that are being proposed, and we've got a budget trailer bill opportunity um, this year as well. And, of course, right now we're in the rulemaking with the Department of Cannabis Control. So it's a very uh, policy-heavy year um, and an excellent opportunity and I think an excellent way to really reach and educate the, the policymakers um, regarding what we're up against here um, as a legacy-producing community. Thank you so much for that, Janine. And this showing, as I'm understanding it, is open to the public. How do folks get tickets for this? Sure. We have an Eventbrite um, link up for folks. And so um, you can find it on our social media. We've been promoting it on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and if you search through Eventbrite, you can find a link for uh, the event there and go ahead and reserve your tickets. Um, it is uh, advanced reservations are required, and we're not going to be selling tickets at the door, so please do purchase your tickets um, online and, and reserve your space. Thank you. And I see here also that the event is co-hosted by Assemblymember Jim Wood, Assemblymember Mia Bonta, and Senator John Laird. How did they get involved in this? Did they reach out to Origins Council or the other way around? You know, we've really enjoyed um, a working relationship with all of those legislators that has been growing and developing over the past couple of years as we've been engaged in the in the Capitol. Um, and so we reached out and, and requested uh, collaboration here, and, and those offices were more than healthy, happy to support us and, and co-host this event. And we look forward to working with them on this event um, and also working with them to try and affect change this year in Sacramento. Thank you, Janine. So I'm sure, you know, if you're a regular listener of the Cannabis Hour, you've heard me talk about Lady Buds before. But if this is new to you, uh, Lady Buds is a documentary film. It tells the story of six courageous California women as they attempt to transition from the historic med medical cannabis community of Prop 215 to the commercial cannabis industry of Prop 64. 
And one of those women is Chia, who is here on the air with us today, which is so wonderful. Chia, will you talk a little bit about your experience with the film and why you think it's going to be so effective in um, providing education for legislators? Sure. Thanks for having me, Jen. Um, well, my experience with Ladybuds has been um, interesting over the years. I really didn't know what was going to happen when I said yes to being in the documentary in the first place. Um, but it follows my family for about four years of our life through planting and harvest and having children um, in the cannabis <laughs> space um, and all the challenges that ensue for all the all the processes that we've been going through pre prop 64 through that transition and everything um so there's been a lot of ups and downs of course as we all know and um you know with this film i've really been trying to use it as a soapbox because like what janine just said you know it it really does speak directly at the issues that are facing legacy cultivators especially in the emerald triangle um people that have been holding this down and building the industry for so many years and and multiple generations um and so just trying to to use that as a voice um to help sort of shine a light on the problems that we've been having as as cultivators um, has not been easy and so i really appreciate the opportunity to be able to speak and and to share my story which connects with so many people on lots of different levels um so yeah thanks thanks again yes you're welcome i've had the pleasure of seeing lady buds uh more than once now and it really is a wonderful film i can't speak highly enough to the quality of the film and also to the accurate representation of folks in the industry you know if you're in the cannabis space in California, you will definitely feel representation from yourself when you see this film. Um, it is an official selection of the Mill Valley Film Festival, of Hot Docs, of Outfest, of the Wild and Scenic Film Festival, and the Denver Film Festival, among others. So it's, it's a great chance to see the film in person, and I believe there's also a panel discussion with the filmmakers and the cannabis industry leadership. Chris Russo is the primary filmmaker for this film. Chia, do you want to tell us a little bit about the panel and if you know who else is going to be on there? Are you on there? Yes, um, for sure. So I'm going to be coming from the Wild and Scenic Film Festival the day before, which is in Nevada City, um, where we'll be doing a showing and a panel there and then coming over to Sacramento the next day um, for this. And I believe that um, Felicia Carbajal will be there. Unfortunately, Chris Russo will not be able to be there this time um, due to a family issue. Um, but yeah, so we will be doing a panel, um, hopefully getting to kind of give some direct feedback to lawmakers and legislators. I'm hoping to get asked some juicy questions and be able to give some real direct answers, um, you know, and have some real talk because as we all know, these issues affect us so intimately on a daily level trying to hold a license and stay you know relevant and stay afloat really um in this industry so hoping that we get some good conversation going and this um affects some change great thank you for expanding on that a little bit michael i know that you had mentioned that there are two bills um to support our community with tax relief and direct sales that you had wanted to discuss do you want to talk a little bit about that 
Well, sure. I mean, I think that as Janine and, and she have been saying, and as you said, the, the film really does speak to the on the ground challenges that people are facing. And it was really important to be able to capture all of that and share it. And because these conversations uh, are generally happening with lawmakers, you know, in the law chamber, in the, the state capitol and in chambers and over the phone and hearing, you know, prepared statements. Uh, you know, this is an opportunity to kind of personalize that and the the results of policies uh, impact directly these people. And so this is a way to see how the policies that have been set up have impacted the legacy cultivation community, the social equity community, people of color in the cannabis industry. This film really kind of lays bare the challenges across the board for small independent operators. And so two of the bills that are put out right now uh, by our regional representation, uh, Senator Mike McGuire and Assemblymember Jim Wood, uh, Senator McGuire's bill 1074 uh, is a tax relief bill that will eliminate the cultivation tax for cannabis cultivators, uh, among other things. And uh, the bill for uh, 20, uh, Assembly Member Jim Wood 2691 is a direct sales bill that will enable small farmers to get a license to sell direct their their product direct to consumers at up to 12 events a year uh and so you know that direct connection with consumers and the ability to receive uh the full value of one's product at in the market is something that right now most cannabis cultivators do not have and you know this is an essential component of any business any regular farmer has the ability to both sell their product wholesale or sell direct to consumer and so you know as as common sense as it would seem that that should be an opportunity you know it's not currently allowed and we are grateful for this bill because it really starts to move things in the right direction and uh you know this this film really speaks to how we can take policy and utilize it to improve conditions on the ground and we've already kind of know uh what not to do we hope you know this is a cautionary tale as well this film for other areas that have not yet set up regulations uh you know how to avoid or what to try to avoid if, if these aren't the results that you want to see so right now we're kind of trying to get back to uh more freedom for operators and for consumers and patients these are the people who have really been harmed the most by this process uh and so you know i think that these bills go in the direction of improving that uh and you know hopefully we can really create some more awareness on the ground in sacramento with the film and and see some real positive change come out of this Thank you, Michael. And when you mentioned the direct-to-consumer bill, that gave me a little ding in my mind to make sure to announce that the Mendocino Producers Guild Farmers Market is coming up this weekend. So I'm going, or next weekend, excuse me, I'm going to announce it now and again at the end of the show. So that is through the Mendocino Producers Guild, and it is a um, kind of direct-to-consumer-ish market. Uh, You will be able to purchase cannabis on-site from a number of wonderful farmers in Mendocino County. I will be there with my farm, um, Wildland Cannabis. Chia, I believe you're going to be there too. Is that correct? Yep. 
Definitely. Yes, great with arcana flowers, and it is on rain or shine, and that is 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturday, April 23rd, and that is in Laytonville. I don't have the address in front of me. I don't know if any of you do, but if not, I'll make sure to announce it at the end of the show. Um, it's at Mendo Distro, and it's going to be a great event. It's family-friendly. It's free to enter. Um, no dogs allowed, and we will have uh, food vendors and other fun stuff. There's things for kids. Um, it's going to be a great time. So come out, even if it's raining, which we're all so happy and excited about. Yay, rain. We need it. Um, and we'll all be there, and we'd love to smoke a fatty with you. All right. So back to Lady Buds. Lady Buds is going to be happening on April 25th, a special showing in Sacramento, our state's capital, um, to do some boots on the ground education of lawmakers and also hopefully many members of the public that will be there. Janine, do you want to say anything else about Origins Council's involvement in this production? Sure. Um, you know, I think that our community really um, benefits from the opportunities that we get to come together as a community and, and really kind of reconnect, I think, especially post-COVID. And so, um, you know, we really try to shape this event with a number of opportunities to provide space for folks to come together, to reconnect, um, to connect meaningfully around this beautiful film and, you know, strengthen each other and through the challenges that we're facing and really engage directly um, with lawmakers. Um, we're also looking forward to gathering after the film um, uh, for food, fun, and, and drinks at the um, Sacramento Coin Op, just down the street. And so we'll be there from 8 to 11 p.m. following the screening, connecting, and then the very next morning, um, we just happened to have a pretty incredible timing with um, the first hearing for Assemblymember Woods bill um, that, that Michael referenced regarding um, uh, the bill number is AB 2691, and it seeks to establish a temporary retail retailer's license um, for producers wishing to sell their product uh, direct to consumer at events. And so we'll be participating in the hearing um, and supporting the assembly member in this legislation that's really key for our community to move forward towards uh, greater viability. Um, and so we've got an opportunity to come together around some direct action as well the following day. Um, and this is really, you know, kind of the opportunities that Origins Council is trying to foster with our membership and the community at large and, and really kind of bring folks together to celebrate and to strengthen one another, but also to elevate and amplify our voices and really um, connect in a meaningful way um, with policymakers and try and affect change that's desperately needed. Um, so we're looking forward to it and really do appreciate um, all the work that you do, Jen, and, and um, the Cannabis Hour and KZYX and really want to ask folks to, to support um, and it's a really important um, platform for our community and really appreciate all the work that you do, um, Jen, and, and this opportunity to reach out to, to folks today. Oh, thank you, Janine. Well, I appreciate all the work that you do and Michael and Shia also. I have three very hardworking individuals in this conversation with me here. 
And I just really want to urge people, you know, if you're listening, if you're part of our cannabis community here in Mendo, go to Sacramento and get tickets and see this film. It's going to be an incredible experience. Um, I didn't realize that the hearing is actually the very next day, but seriously, that's going to be a huge historic moment for um, licensed cultivators if we can get that temporary retail license that will change the game on a major level so go as part of your 420 celebration you know make it a five-day thing uh take it all the way to the 25th and go check out ladybuds in sacramento it's going to be amazing if you have any family members maybe that don't understand how hard it is (laughs) that you're a licensed cultivator take them to go see this film you know it's really it's an amazing um tool for education so i super super urge people to get out and go to sac and and participate and see this film and Janine, I have a question for you, and that is, um, can folks actually go to the Capitol and comment on that hearing? What's up with sort of public access for that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there will be the opportunity for public comment if folks are um, present in the in the committee hearing. Um, folks can also call in. Um, they can also view the committee hearing um, on the assembly um, website. You'll find links to the specific committee hearings and um, there's audio and video feeds um, so you can follow along and then they'll provide numbers to call in. Um, and then folks can also um, turn in support letters uh, and that will be also considered um, by the committee as they look at this legislation and, and work to advance it forward. Wow, so what an amazing opportunity we actually have to go see a screening of Ladybuds, hear an incredible panel, and then the next day actually go and be able to do public comment on a hearing to possibly secure us licensed cultivators, temporary retail licenses. That is incredible. So I really do want to urge folks to take advantage of that. That is going to be at 5.30 p.m. on April 25th in Sacramento, a screening of Ladybuds, and you can get those tickets on Eventbrite. So I just want to circle back really quickly and say that the address for the Mendocino Producers Guild Cannabis Farmers Market, that is 44550 Willis Ave in Laytonville. That's 44550 Willis Ave in Laytonville. And also, I want to mention again quickly that KZYX is in a building fundraising drive right now. Um, After 32 years of renting, we have matured enough to own our own home and we have purchased a building in Ukiah. So we are raising funds for the building fund. If you would like to donate, um, if KZYX is such as an important part of your life as it is mine, and I'm sure many of my guests and hopefully many of my listeners, please consider donating at kzyx.org. It's going to help us do so many things to um, help us make the move and get settled in our new space. Uh, there are some questions about why we chose to purchase the building, and I just want to touch on those, you know. Um, it's sort of a more central location to have our studio in Ukiah. It's also larger, so that's going to make us more accessible. We'll be able to have more events, and we're also going to be able to host an expanded news department, which is going to be an incredible service to our community. And another thing that was beyond our control is that for years, you know, trees are growing around the Philo studio. It actually was affecting our radio signal, and it was soon going to sort of kick us off the air. 
So by moving to Ukiah, we're going to be able to have a stronger broadcast signal, which obviously is pretty important when you're a radio station. So, uh, Michael, Janine, Shia, I'm wondering if any of you have sort of a, a message of support to urge folks to donate or if any of you just wanted to say why KZYX is important to you. Shia, I know you said you've been a member for 25 years. Yeah, me and my husband have been members since, um, yeah, way, way, way back. <laughs> um, I find it a great resource for, you know, information on all topics, but really um, during emergencies, I find, you know, the greatest benefit because it's really, you know, minute to minute updates on what's happening during fires and floods and, you know, weather incidents and all kinds of road incidents. So I find it uh, extremely valuable in my own life. So I encourage everybody to become members, of course, or donate to the, the fund. And I, Go ahead, Michael. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm a member. And, you know, when I, I lived uh, in Los Angeles for many, many years uh, before I moved up here, and one of the things I really love about KZYX is when you turn it on, you definitely feel like you are in Mendocino County. Like it feel like the eclectic nature of the programming, the all the different perspectives, uh, the the music from all different eras and genres. It's just it's just this it's a beautiful audio representation of what Mendocino is to me. And so, you know, I'm so excited that it's a resource and available and you definitely need a home. Uh, and, you know, I know how difficult trees and vegetation modification can be. So, you know, definitely have to address those things. And uh, I encourage everybody to support KZYX and Z. It's, it's a truly valuable community resource. Yes. Thank you, Michael. You are so on point with that. It is truly an authentic representation of our community, and uh, that's true. Vegetation modification is often out of our control. Janine, do you have anything you want to add about your love for KZYX? Uh, Janine actually had to jump off. Uh, she oh, was okay. called away, but she absolutely feels the same way and encourages everyone to, to membership up and to support the building fund. No worries. Yes, if you are listening and you want to support the building fund, you can do so. The easiest way is online at kzyx.org. You can also mail a donation, if that is your preference, to Post Office Box 1 in Philo, California, 95466. All right, so we are just about at the end of our time here for this first segment of the show today. So, Michael and Chia, any last words you want to add about um, the Ladybuds documentary screening on April 25th in Sacramento? Well, I just hope that everybody comes. It would be really wonderful um, to see a lot of our local people over there. Um, I was not able to attend the last rally in Sacramento because I was out of town. So I feel like this is a great opportunity for me to really, you know, boots on the ground and get out there. And so I hope to see some folks coming over from, from all over really, because this affects all of what's happening in California, all the small operators. So hope to see some friendly faces out there. Yeah, I think it, and if, even if folks have seen it before, you know, I think that this is about showing up in Sacramento and, you know, providing that community support. Uh, people are all constantly looking like, how can we 
create this direct action? What can we do to really uh, affect change? And so, you know, it might not seem like going to a film would be that, but coming to this film and showing the, the lawmaker community that we are unified and strong and together, and then taking that energy into the hearing the next day and, you know, making it very clear that direct sales are essential for our community, I think this is a really important moment. And, uh, you know, I, I'm looking forward to people coming together in support of this in Sacramento. So I uh, look forward to seeing everyone there. If anyone has any questions, they can reach out. And, uh, you know, we're happy to answer them. Yes. What is a good um, email address for folks to use if they have questions or they need help finding tickets? They can just email me, uh, Michael at MendoCannabis.com. Michael at MendoCannabis.com. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. That's Michael Katz from MCA and Shia Rodriguez from Arcana Flowers. And we also were joined by Janine Coleman from the Origins Council. She had to leave a bit early, but the three of them were here talking about this amazing upcoming screening um, with legislators of the film Ladybuds, April 25th at 5.30 p.m. in Sacramento. We urge you all to attend. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us today and taking the time. Thank talk you. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. All right. So we're moving on to our second segment of the show today. I'm going to be joined by Jacob Lawrence. He is the founder of MedVets Military Veterans, which is a wonderful nonprofit organization. Um, Jake, are you here on the line with us? Yes, I am. How are you doing, Jen? Awesome. Thanks for joining us, Jake. I'm doing well. How are you doing this morning? Uh, blessed. I mean, we, we start off with ladybuds and everything that's going on there and, and just watching our community come together. And so, um, you know, it's always a great thing to see everything moving in the correct direction. That's right. I absolutely feel the same way. This is a wonderful show today because we got to discuss two amazing events that are coming up. You know, we talked about ladybuds and now we're going to be discussing the fundraiser that you have going on and also your organization, MedVets. So I'd love to get started by just giving our listeners a little background on you and on MedVets. So I'll just say a few words and then I'll let you, um, you know, expand on that. Uh, I have Jacob Lawrence here. He is an entrepreneur. He is the founder and CEO of MedVets Military Nonprofit. He has 20 plus years of local, national, and international transport. 20 plus years as a local and national philanthropist, and 13 years as a music and event production and marketing person. Um, Jake, you want to tell us a little bit about MedVets and what MedVets does, um, the wonderful service that you're providing to our veterans? Yeah, well, you know, we call ourselves, it's funny, you kept saying boots on the ground uh, throughout the, the conversation earlier, and that's what we call ourselves as a boots on the ground ministry. Um, you know, MedVets started out with the understanding and the idea of bringing access to veterans to cannabis medication, helping to mitigate uh, their opiate and alcohol dependency, um, helping with uh, to prevent suicide. And um, we watched over the years it evolve into so much more. Uh, 
you know, we, you and I discussed uh, prior to this moment, you know, there was a moment when we first started MedVets that um, I had donated some cannabis to a veteran and we were, we were smoking and talking. And as we were doing that, you know, the guy really thanked me profusely for the free cannabis, but he asked me if I, if I knew anywhere he could stay uh, for the night because he didn't have anywhere to stay. And, you know, that was a, a pivotal moment in, in our, in our growth. Um, looking at realizing how much more was necessary, uh, to come together and to provide to our veterans and, and, and our community. And so we go out and we do a lot of different things. You know, the, Last year, we donated over $200,000 in free cannabis medication to veterans through Senate Bill 34 and through the Heroes Harvest Program, which you can see on my hat here uh, for you on this. And, and this was all a project we did with Orion and Boveda and um, actually went throughout the entire triangle, meeting with farms, uh, learning about them and getting them to come forward and donate. Um, we were able to... Uh, give over uh, 200,000 masks into the community, into the school system. Um, we do stuff with, with pet therapy. We're in the middle of, of uh, training our dog to become uh, with deep pressure therapy, helping with anxiety and PTSD. Um, our 13-year-old boxer, unfortunately, had passed, so we got a new puppy in training. Um who goes with me to events all over and the whole there his whole job is to make people feel better um we really are about building community and i think it's so much more for veterans a lot of times people look at veterans and they go well i need to feel bad or i need to feel like this is owed and really most of these veterans need community as much as they need anything they need community and they need a mission of things to do. And so we've come together and we work with them not only to identify their needs, but also to identify who they are within their community and how we can go out and help others. And that's a big part of, of, of who we are as med vets. And, and what we look to continue to do is, is we not only help the veterans, but we get them to come help their community. Wonderful, Jake. What a fabulous organization MedVet sounds like. I'm just blown away by all the different um, services that you just described that you offer to vets. And I'm curious, um, and I'm sure our listeners are too, what inspired you to found MedVets? Well, I was producing Freedom Fest in 2015 um, in Castle Rock, Colorado for the American Soldier Network and their Not One More Suicide Prevention Campaign. And I was approached by an individual who said that they were looking for help in California for their nonprofit that gave free cannabis to veterans. And um, I started down the road of working with them. And within the first 90 days, we ended up launching together and I was working with them to open up California. And we had raised uh, over a three-day period almost $30,000, and the uh, founders of the organization could not tell me where that money was going or what was going to be done with it. And, and so a lot of things had changed, uh, you know, from the very first time meeting them to that moment. And um, I had to kind of reach out to my attorney, and I was stuck in a position where I came out publicly that this is what I was doing. And I had to go, okay, well, do I believe in this or was I doing it because it was something to do? And the truth is, is I believed in what I was up to. Um, I had came back and talked to my uncle who had came back schizophrenic from Vietnam. And I've told people this many times. I learned from him when I told him about what we were doing 
that he had went two years without a vehicle because he could not afford to give up his cannabis medication in conjunction with his antipsychotics. And so he literally had to save his pen, his, his, his stipend of government money every month to where he could finally get into a vehicle, um, uh, because he couldn't afford to give up his cannabis medication. Um, and that was another huge proponent for me to continue on to make sure that, you know, the, the people out there that have served our country, they don't have to choose between their medication and their cannabis medication. They don't have to choose between their basic necessities and having access to uh, this amazing medicine. Absolutely, Jake. I think that that is incredibly important and honestly, really touching that MedVets works to offer that service. And I, um, I shortly want to make sure that we discuss your event thoroughly, but I want to ask you first before we move on to that, uh, how exactly does MedVets work to get veterans the cannabis? I know that when we spoke prior to the show, um, you said that MedVets does some education around teaching veterans to grow their own. And is there a way that you also work to help them directly get like subsidized cannabis or free cannabis in some way? So as we get it, we give it for free, Jen. Um, you know, everything that it, it, it's crazy because when Prop 64 came out, we lost about 95% of our donations. And it was it was a really hard time to evolve out of 215 into Prop 64 and, um, it, you know, to, to go through that. But what ended up happening is, is everything has settled down. Um, we have a lot of people who through their personal plants will donate to MedVets. And we, as, as we're uh, contacted, um, we donate for free to those veterans. But it's not just about donating to a veteran and being really about learning who that individual is and finding out what they need in medicine. Not every strain, not everything, and not every uh, way that you can have it. Not everybody can smoke cannabis. I have veterans out there that cannot smoke. They can only take tinctures or edibles. Um, smoking is too hard on their lungs for them to, to get their cannabis medication. And so we really uh, look at, you know, not only providing them access to the free medication but also the education and then the and then the therapy of of having a community to come together and you know um you know to have a community to come into and to not only help but get help from yeah absolutely when you said that it's about you know learning who the veteran is as an individual and what they need what came to my mind was that it sounds like there's a lot of elements of um, basically social work involved in what you do and i'm wondering if you have any um do you have have you done social work before or do you work with anyone that has or, or does this all sort of just like come naturally to you so the truth that i have to be 100 percent honest um you know i i found a church uh, in Yuba City, California. Um, I had lived in Yuba City, California for about 15 years. Um, I've lived up, uh, you know, between Yuba, and Sutter, and Lake County most of my life. Um, and then the last uh, six years, I've lived up in, in Mendocino County in Willits. And then uh, two years ago, took on the properties here in Fort Bragg. But um, everything stems from watching my pastor at our church have a hospital in the hood. 
to where it really wasn't about who you were. It wasn't about your money. It wasn't about what you brought to the table. It wasn't about the religion you had prior to showing up. It was a true ministry act of showing love. And a matter of fact, um, as I came into this, in, into this church and, and found faith, my faith base is in Christ. And as I found faith, um, I watched as we went out and fed and clothed families. As a matter of fact, the last year that I was there, uh, we fed and clothed 50,026 families for free that year. And so a lot of my understanding comes from that ministry of, of being a light in a dark community and providing that kind of help. And so I looked at that and I, and, and I liked that understanding that we could all come together, work together and make our own communities better places. Wonderful, Jake. That is very, very beautiful and touching story that you shared with us. Uh, so I want to make sure that we have plenty of time to talk about Remember When. Um, Remember When is a 420 event that is going to be, uh, it's a benefit for MedVets, which also is a um, MCA nonprofit partner. So uh, do you want to talk all about Remember When and all of the wonderful things that are going to be going on here? I'm looking at the list and it looks amazing, but I want to, I want the listeners to hear it in your words. So tell us about Remember When. So Remember When is going to be that party that everybody talks about. And it's exactly that. It's going to be like Remember When. So it's two things. We're throwing back some nostalgia uh, to the legacy operators and farmers. A matter of fact, we partnered with MCA on this event and gave free access to legacy farmers and businesses to have exposure there. Um, but it is, it's an immersive experience and, and, and really it's going to be that exact thing where people talk about, remember when we went to that 420 event, in Fort Bragg, um, we have what is known now as the Redwood event center. Uh, it used to be called the, it, or it's also historically known as the union lumber company store, um, beautiful Redwood venue. We have the bar downstairs uh, that's going, serving uh, food and beer downstairs. We have the separated upstairs area. And everything upstairs is about education and and, and medication, different therapies. Um, this event is a fundraiser uh, for MedVets, but it's a fundraiser for our personal plant platoon. So we talk about Heroes Harvest was the Prop 64 going through the dispensary and setting up dispensary shelves. And, and anyone who wants to know about that, I can definitely talk to them about how they can sponsor a dispensary shelf. Um, we have our own little kiosks that we bring in. Um, the first one will be going into Dragonfly Wellness in Fort Bragg with Jude Tillman. Um, and uh, But the personal plant platoon takes a deeper dive. And it, it goes into the, the educating. It's a teach a man to fish understanding. And so we're raising funds with this, with this event to actually provide free genetics, um, that are donated to us, free soil amendments, um, and then education from our farmers who have all of these years of making the mistakes. Um, I've likened it to, you know, getting Michael Jordan to help you with your free throw. Um, so for the veterans that we get to meet with and help, we actually get to not only provide them amazing genetics, but we also get to get, uh, our, our veteran farmers here to come forward and help them to understand, um, in the event itself, you're going to find a joint rolling competition. Zigzag is sponsored. Um, we're really thankful for them and coming on and sponsoring us. Um, we have Pez Bros is putting on 
a rosin room. So there's going to be a live rosin room education area where you can come and learn from uh, Pez Bros and, and all their dry sift, uh, you know, stuff that they do and, and, and their creation. Um, we have been, we're sponsored by a pharmaceutical company, um, not pharmaceutical like pharmaceuticals, but they're actually called the pharmaceutical company. It's a female owned, uh, cannabis company that does, uh, infusions into olive oil, um, into different oils. And so they're going to be running a infusion room. Um, we have an art gallery and, and then we have a bong building competition as well, um, that is going on. So it's really going to be very immersive. And actually yesterday, uh, we finalized up and we're going to have a wire wrapping class that's going on at the event as well. Uh, downstairs, we have three DJs and this really is meant to be this amazing interactive party that announces to Mendocino County and to the Emerald Triangle that, you know, MedVets is here. We have a home finally. You know, you talk about how important it is you've been renting and trying to get this. We've been all over the country helping veterans one-off and, and different families and people like that. But for us here in Fort Bragg to finally have a home, and uh, that is uh, a big part of what's going on. We've spent the last two years renovating the historic Gray Whale. And we have the Colonial Inn up the road, which we are converting into call the captain's quarters. And it's going to be our bud and breakfast corporate cannabis retreat. And this will be a way to fundraise, to work with for-profits and non-profits to come together to have cannabis-friendly space. Um, but this is really our launch to Mendocino County and Fort Bragg to say, hey, we're here to stay. We're to continue to help this community. And this is a gift. It, it's kind of funny. We talk about me and MedVets and everything. I'm one individual. If it wasn't for individuals like like Jude, like Janine, like Michael, like you know uh, yourself, and and those who come together to make MedVets work, it it doesn't work. It requires a community, and this will be a gift in Mendocino County that keeps living on as I go to other communities and we continue to start up the exact thing. Um, my mentor, um, I call it community threading. I believe that everybody, if you take the thread of the different individuals in a community, you create a beautiful tapestry of what that looks like. Um, my mentor told me, call, called it stone soup. And, um, you know, it really is about bringing a community together and to have when the lights go off, when the event stops, a lot of people don't understand how hard it is for a lot of these veterans in these communities where you turn around and you put on this amazing event, you honor them, you talk about all this stuff. But when the lights stop and everyone goes back to their daily actions, what are they left with? And, uh, you know, Soldier Hard said it probably the best I've heard it said. Um, he said the first thing that a veteran needs when they get home is a mission. And that's what we're about. It's about creating missions in this community. It's about finding veterans need help, but once they've been helped, to get them to stand up and to come help and to come be helpful um, so that their community can always count on MedVets being there. And that's really what this is kicking off. That sounds incredible, Jake. And I certainly hope that so many of our community members are going to come out to support um, remember when it's going to be a wonderful event for an absolutely wonderful cause. And we have about 10 minutes left on our show today. So I'm going to continue to chat with Jake about MedVets and about his upcoming event, Remember When. 
And in the meantime, I'm also going to open up the lines to listeners. So if you're out there listening and you have a question for Jake about MedVets, how to get involved or how to be a, a recipient of their wonderful um, assistance that they offer to veterans, or if you have a question about anything we spoke about earlier with the Ladybug screening, please give us a call. That number is 707-895-2448. That is 707-895-2448. And we are here to take your questions or comments about MedVets or Ladybugs. Um, all right, Jake, while we're waiting to see if we get any callers, I wanted to ask you, you know, I, I'm a cultivator myself, and I know we have so many cultivators who are faithful listeners of the Cannabis Hour. If we want to donate product um, to veterans through MedVets, is there a way that that's possible under regulation? Can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. As long as it's your personal plant, everyone allowed in California is allowed to have personal plants. And so as long as it's not part of a, a metric uh, tracking as part of your personal plant, um, we can individually work together to make that happen. And so I just directly work with the cultivator in, in relationship to that to make sure that their product's able to get out. Awesome. So if folks who are listening wanted to contact you to do this kind of donation, um, could you give out some contact information for them? Perfect, yeah. Uh, my Instagram handle is at medvets215, and that's M-E-D-V-E-T-S-215. Uh, my phone number, it's where you can text me. Please text me and tell me that you heard me here at this place. Give some context to the text messages because a lot of calls come through. Uh, but my number is 530-788-3176. And then you can also go and go to medvetshq.com um, there as well. So those three points of, of easy contact for sure. Thank you so much. And I just wanted to remind our listeners that if you would like to call in, oops, looks like we have a caller. Okay, great. Um, we're going to go ahead and put you through, caller, and hopefully you are now live on the air. Are you here with us? Yes, I am. I am. Uh, this is John from Covalo. Uh, John from Covalo, uh, go ahead. <laughs> you, you know, been kind of a heritage grower, and uh, you know, been following this path of uh, you know, kind of organic purity uh, that. Uh, <laughs> You know, it gives honor to this amazing uh, medicine. But uh, I'm wondering, the question I have, I mean, I could go on and on about the uh, virtues of, of, of this plant and, and the journey that it's taken me on to this uh, place of uh, what I call the Garden of the Soul. And I have a model of this garden that I... Uh, entered in the national design competition uh, to develop a symbol of peace for America. And I didn't win the competition. I only came in fourth place. But No, John, I hate to interrupt you here, but we're just getting close towards the end of our show here. So if you have a question. Yes, um, the question is here. when is the event and, and how much booth for a, a vendor in the art department? 
Okay, great. <laughs> Thank you and very we'll answer, much. We will answer that. Thank you so much for calling in, John from Covalo. All so right, the, you, you want to go ahead and answer that, Jake? The event is on April 20th. It's from 2.30 to 8.30. Um, you can contact me directly um 530-788-3176 if you're looking for a booth and i can help you out with that um we definitely have a couple more spots left right now for the uh the vendor area and um you know we would love to, to it's in fort bragg on main street we're in historic downtown fort bragg right there um at the old union lumber company store which is known as the redwood event center um so i would definitely love to hear from you john Awesome. Thank you, Jake, for providing that information. Um, and, you know, I wanted to ask you, you told a story earlier about a veteran who was using cannabis, you know, and he couldn't afford his cannabis and also, um, you know, the cost of his daily life necessities. And I'm wondering if through your work you have ever come across veterans who were not experienced with using cannabis, like they had never used cannabis to try to um, address the struggles that they were facing, health problems or mental health issues or or whatever. Um, have there been any veterans that you introduced them to cannabis and it really made a difference in their life? Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting that it, uh, there have been veterans who I have introduced to it who have started to slowly dip their toes in the water because they had all the, uh, you know, training, the negative training. So there, there's a lot to overcome with that understanding. And, um, you know, it's, it's such a, it, I, I think one of the most, uh, you know, prolific ones was an alcoholic, uh, a veteran who was an alcoholic who was having shakes. And we got him to use, instead of waking up and cracking a beer, I got him to wake up and to smoke and uh, to help stop and calm the shakes. And he was able to actually um, to to cut down his alcohol dependency. Um, he didn't, he, from the when I last saw him, he didn't quit drinking, but he was able to mitigate quite a bit of it. And I thought that was really neat to watch him use cannabis to subsidize that as a more positive way. Oh, absolutely. That is huge. Um, yes, I can imagine that many veterans struggle with alcohol. So that is a wonderful story to share. Um, all right. So we are just reaching the last five minutes of our show today. So before we wrap it up and I give the floor to Jake to say his last few words here, I just want to touch on all the events that we talked about on today's show and just give out that information one more time for our listeners. So earlier we were talking with Michael Katz of MCA and with Chia Rodriguez of Arcana Flowers and with Janine Coleman of the Origins Council. And we were discussing the upcoming screening of the documentary film Lady Buds. That's going to be happening April 25th at 5.30 p.m. in Sacramento. Um, it's open to the public. Please get your tickets and go. It's going to be a really historic, wonderful event. There is a hearing the next day for a bill that would allow um, licensed cultivators to have uh, retail sales, temporary retail sales license, which would allow us to sell directly to consumers. So that's really huge. And if you have questions about how to get tickets for that, you can email Michael Katz, at, which is michael at mendocannabis.com. That's Michael at MendoCannabis.com. And now we are going to be um, 
talking about Jake's event also. I'm going to let him give you that info in just a minute. But really quick as well, we have the Mendocino Producers Guild Farmers Market on April 23rd. That is Saturday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. That is on Rain or Shine, so we will be there regardless. Come out, buy some wonderful cannabis from your local cultivators, smoke a dupe, hang out. It's family-friendly. Um, please no dogs. Admission is free. There will be food vendors and lots of fun for everyone. And then, Jake, do you want to close the show today by just giving out the information for your event one more time and um, whatever last thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners? And please also share your contact information. Perfect. So we'll start with the um, contact information. Uh, the at MedVets215 is our Instagram. Um medvetshq.com is our website for this event and things going on there. And then you can also connect up if you have any direct questions, direct phone number 530-788-3176. You know, I just want to encourage everyone, this is going to be an indoor event, so you don't have to worry about the fact of the rain. That isn't going to affect what we're doing here. Um, and just encourage everyone to come out. It takes a village. This is going to be an amazing event, an amazing party that we're going to have that everyone is going to look back on. We have a, just astounding prizes, like the prizes from Turp Cooler and and from Wizard Pens and everyone else we have. We have raffles going on and auctions. So it's just going to be a, a an all-day amazing event that, that we're looking to have. And, you know, what's going to make it amazing is everybody who's there. Uh, you know, we, we can have all this stuff, but it's the, the people showing up. And then the people who are going to volunteer later. This is one of many. This is just the beginning of a lot of events and a lot of things we plan to do. Um, but it's a great time to come, and we're really excited and thankful for, for everyone who's supported us so far. And uh, look forward to uh, anybody and everybody who wants to come and continue to help us to help our community. Thank you so much. And that was Jacob Lawrence with the nonprofit MedVets. I'm your host, Jen Procacci. This has been another episode of the Cannabis Hour. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back two weeks from today with another show for you. Until then, have a beautiful day and enjoy the rain. God bless. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.